Welcome back to Carl's Makerspace. I'm your lovely host, Carl. And today we are going to be talking about the idea of, I guess, of doing things wrong. Um, and this all started the other day. I was kind of wandering through Reddit and I came across, I'm on the podcast subreddit because I've started a podcast. You know, it's not a, an amazing podcast and it's just kind of getting its legs out and starting to make something. But I thought, you know, there's lots of helpful topics on there, people sharing ideas, uh, setups, you know, maybe I can learn something from it and so hopefully grow this podcast and at some point. Well, anyway, on there, I, I was, uh, there was a post on um, something about making things. I guess it, it was, um, it's a video called, the tool, it was a link to the, a video called the Toolbox Fallacy by Passion of the Nerd. And in the first opening, opening sequence, uh, the host talks about a movie called Collateral, um, which is a, a movie about a hitman. I've personally never watched it. I would like to watch it. It looks pretty good. And how I guess the the main theme that the host tries to portray is the, is the fact that the the secondary character um, says throughout the whole entire movie that they're going to be a limo driver driver, but in the end they just never do it because they just I guess it's a risk that it's not worth taking, uh, and the protagonist. Uh, just says like, well, you could have you could have put some step towards that. You could have done something, but you didn't do anything. So now you're still here, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. I guess that was a very general thing. Is just sometimes you just need to just do things and just start. Maybe that's a better thing. Just just do it. I guess going back to Shia LaBeouf, uh, just just do it. And I guess what it means is just just trying things, even if it's not the right way to do things. Um, just finding some way into, into that, that topic and just kind of learning, starting to learn the ropes. Uh, for example, I guess for an example, I'm relearning how to sew right now. I found a machine at the, at the, um, at the thrift store and, uh, I'm just le relearning how to sew. I, I, the last time I sewed was in grade nine. That was, I don't know, 10 years ago, something like that. A long, long time ago. And that could actually put could have put me off sewing forever since I actually saw well I was didn't see it personally but I witnessed somebody getting their hand caught in a machine and it's like ooh and you know I had to call the nurses and stuff like that because it was a class uh, based thing of I think I mentioned before in in, in junior high there was a um, there was we had um, we went off to another school and we learned home and economics sewing cooking wood shop and metal shop and that was my first introduction into those categories into making in general. Well, anyway, part of that was sewing, and I kind of learned the, the basics of sewing, and then I kind of stopped because it wasn't that much fun. And now that I've, well, it wasn't that that was too much fun. I just I just didn't have a huge in interest to it at that time. And now that I've gotten back into making things, well, actually started my path on making things, I've decided I wanted to try some sewing. And it was a, definitely a fear of what if I can't do this right? What if I screw up a machine? What if I get my hand caught like that girl in my class? And in the end, it was just about trying it and kind of failing at it. Um, now I understand how to totally thread the machine. I, I, I got a machine, obviously, from the thrift store. It doesn't really come with instruction or anything. So it was a little bit of a process to figure out what, how to thread it properly. 
Um, I had a couple problems. The thread was getting all tangled up. I had to go into some forms saying like, what's, what's going on here? And it turns out I just wasn't threading it properly. Going back to our original point, it's just, just trying things and failing at it. Uh, yeah, I'm twirling the thread. My, my, some of the seams are coming apart. Uh, I don't have all the attachments. I don't have, you know, like I could spend thousands of dollars on a, the perfect sewing setup with all the tools and thread and scissors and everything. And I don't know if that would, that would, going back to one of my previous talks on just kind of having a small shop and just kind of just having limited tools, I think it's the best way to start is just to say, this is what I have. Um, and the, uh, this is what I have and I can make something out of this. It's not going to be obviously uh, absolutely amazing, but it's just about starting something uh, with what you have instead of waiting for the perfect setup, the perfect tools, the perfect environment, the perfect time to make something. It's just about jumping in and making it and failing at it, trying again, and just keep working at it until you make something awesome. And I've definitely struggled with that. I mentioned in that other topic of the small shop, I had a bandsaw, I had a, a little little workspace, I had a bench in my in a, a little shed in our in our townhouse, and I didn't make anything. Um, well, I made, I kind of made one or two things, but nothing really any anything really good. I could have made the stuff I'm making now. I could have made joints. I could have made uh, bears. I could have made. I did learn, you know, I did start my, uh, speaking of bears, I did was working on a chain, as, as a chainsaw carver at the time, and it, that big setup just didn't work out in the, in the small uh, uh, townhouse. <laughs> I did get yelled at for chainsaw carving the backyard. But I could have done smaller scale, and that's where I'm actually thinking about is like, okay, what can I do to kind of jump in back into that? Like, same as the sewing. I've, I've stepped away from that for so long. How do I get back into it without a huge setup? without a huge space and right now um it's just instead of a chainsaw carving setup with you know saws and and grinders and maybe it's just a little little knife and making stuff and it's just about trying that and failing and i've had, lately i've also in the youtube community you see it a lot of that's a, a lot of what a lot of these makers do there's definitely channels that are perfect and they make all the cuts perfectly and then there's Channels like I've mentioned before, Evan and Caitlin. Uh, I like to make stuff. Um, I just watched Jazza, uh, and they're kind of base. Well, I think more Evan and Caitlin and Jazza and stuff like it, where it's more of a failure-based approach than a let's make it perfectly and I'll show you how to do it exactly so you can replicate it at home. It's like, uh, and I've actually in the past couple of videos, which is one of the reasons, that, it's a couple of videos that inspire me besides this this one on the on kind of this idea of just kind of trying and making stuff was one on, from Laura Kampf who was also a maker trying things failing and making things again and she was uh, at a summit uh, for Adobe I think and talking about being a generalist as a generalist it's kind of hard because um, you kind of have a little bits of knowledge of everything but you don't know everything about that one topic instead of it so Instead of a specialist who's like, say, a welder, they've done welding every day, all day. They know all, all the how to set up the machine. They know how to how to use the setup. They can make perfect beads of welds and stuff like that. As a generalist, it's kind of you may have an idea, maybe you're decent at welding, but you won't necessarily be as as great as that specialist who spent thousands of hours honing their craft. 
but on the other side, the specialist only has that one realm of knowledge and, and welding, and a generalist has kind of more bits and pieces of everything. They may not be great at everything, but but they kind of that doesn't matter to them. It's more of a, a process of trying everything, and that's kind of where I am. It's just uh, whether it be sawing, carving, uh, woodworking, metal metalworking. It's just about trying things and just kind of jumping in and trying that, uh, trying it out. And actually, the video that really inspired me to to speak about this topic, I was watching Bob. I like to make stuff. One of my favorite channels on YouTube. Uh, just because you know his, his demeanor is really really awesome. He's he's, he's very calm. He's, he's it's a very it's a very informative informative way of, of showing how things are made so it can be you can like oh I, I I like how that was made let me try it myself and that's kind of the start of I guess making something is having some sort of inspiration of oh um, oh that looks pretty cool let me try it and, uh, and then working on it but in this specific video uh, he was trying to make a forge and like uh, somebody else he's worked with and another creator, Alex Steele, who is a, a, a bladesmith working with, you know, obviously very specialized tools for that, for that, um, for that job, you know, uh, forges, power hammers. And at the start of the video, he's like, I was inspired by Alex Steele. I want to get into metalworking. I want to work into forge and I don't have the right tools. I have, I'm going to make a forge. It's not going to be right. I have a hammer. It's the wrong hammer. I don't have an anvil. I have this piece of steel. But I'm gonna try it, and I think that's the the um, the ideology that should be carried into making. Is sometimes you don't have uh, everything you need, but you may have something that could work, uh, and it may not be a bandsaw or a table saw, but it might be a knife. It could be uh, instead of a, uh, you know instead of a big shop, it could be a bucket of Lego. Uh, so there's lots of ways to get into making. Uh, and you see a lot of, of stuff like cardboard, amazing things can be made out of cardboard and you don't need much for it. You just kind of get on it and kind of make some bad cuts and then you learn from it and you move on. And that's a great thing about making is you just kind of try and fail and then you kind of dust yourself off and you try something different. Um, I think I've kind of been rambling on because I can't remember where I was going. Oh yes, uh, yes. Uh, so yeah, that that video was the one that was like, ah, oh, wow, that's pretty inspiring. Of he just is like, I, I I don't have anything I need, but I'm just gonna try it anyway, and that's a good way to get into making, honestly. And that's kind of where I am right now as a maker of just like, well, I don't have any of this stuff. Uh, maybe I could go to the craft store and pick up something similar, or maybe. Um, Maybe I have some little instead of a being like a like a, a big piece of mahogany wood, I have like a little bit of basswood, and it might be uh, uh, not necessary nearly as good, but it can be something, and I think that's worth it. And it's kind of it's a way to solve problems. I think is a great thing. Is when you have the shop, uh, you know, if if you have a big shop and you have every single tool known to mankind or humankind, sorry. Uh, yeah, you can make things, but it's kind of like, okay, you know, you get to the point of it's like CNC's where you just kind of program it and you do it, and then uh, there's not much to it. But when you're like, I, I, you know, it's like this person uses a CNC. I don't have a CNC. What am I going to do? Uh, then you could say like, well, I don't have a CNC, but I have a, I have a knife. I have a, 
I have a saw, maybe I could do some, I have a, a Dremel, uh, and that even goes into something like baking. I think that this is not just simply something that goes into making a woodworking or metalworking or anything. It can go into something like baking, like, uh, you know, you're making uh, chocolate chip cookies and you're like, oh, I don't have chocolate chips, what am I going to do? Um, you look around and you realize you have M&Ms and you're like, well, let me try M&Ms and see what happens. And who knows, they could be really good cookies. But, but, you know, obviously I'm not a baker, so I don't quite, I'm not as a... Because there's stuff that really is important, and uh, like flour, <laughs> you can't just skip flour uh, as much as you want to. I mean, there's definitely well, actually, you can. I mean, there's definitely flourless cookies and flourless cake. It's just may not be as tasty, but there, yeah, I guess it is a. Now that I think about it, it is a way of just like, oh, well, I can't eat flour, or I can't eat peanuts, or I can't eat. So what am I gonna do? Um, and it's just a way to kind of problem solve and innovate, and just make something new and interesting and fun um okay well where was i going oh yes uh i guess in the other sense is as long as it's safe uh you know as long as you're not doing anything really stupid you know you're not like oh i'm gonna uh i'm gonna use a table saw and i'm just gonna like put my hands near it and like okay then that's kind of but as long as it, you're you know working in a relative safety there isn't really any rules to how things should be done as long as you're yeah as long as you're not getting your you know touching hot glue guns or or soldering irons or or inhaling toxic fumes or getting your hands in your dangerous blades or putting your hand on the stove or you know as long as it's you're decently safe and working and not burning your your house down or anything and there definitely are channels like that where it's like i this is kind of you shouldn't be doing this but i'm gonna do it so you can you don't have to do it and I've seen a lot of channels like that. I was at William Osmond, I think is the name of that channel, where it's just like, this is something really, really dangerous and stupid, but I'm going to do it so you don't, so you can just laugh at me, I guess. <laughs> so I guess really to summarize is just, um, just kind of try stuff and just kind of have fun and just kind of experiment and just, it's not about having everything to make something. It's not about having all the ingredients to make a cake. It's not about all the you know all the tools to work in a shop it's not about having all the instruments to play in a band uh sometimes all you just need is a little little uh, aha moment of just like oh okay, i don't have what i need but i can i have something similar or i could try this or i, I could work with this and then from there just kind of running with it okay so i think from there how long have i been Oh, 14 minutes, okay. Uh, well, I guess, I don't know if I have more I can say about this. Oh, I guess, I guess I do have one more. I was just watching, oh yes, I was uh, watching Jazza uh, just a few moments ago, carving a pencil. And uh, he was having a lot of trouble carving a pencil because it's not necessarily easy. And he started off doing it the wrong way. Uh, just like, I have a pencil. Um, I have a, you know, I have, I don't know what I'm doing. I have an X-Acto knife. And I'm just gonna carve the pencil, and it didn't. It turned out okay, but it didn't turn great. And from there, it's like, okay, this is the mistakes I made. I'm going to do some research, and then I'm gonna do it right. But I think, uh, from a way doing it the wrong way first is kind of a way like, okay, that didn't quite work out. Let me see how I can do better. What what went wrong is sometimes the best place to start, rather than everything went right. 
and then find it and then from what went wrong just like okay every these 20 steps went wrong but this one step here i did this quite right and and then working on it and then he did research of how to carve a pencil and he actually carved a really nice pencil on it was it was really nice it was a couple hearts intertwined with each other and like oh wow this is pretty cool he ended up breaking it in the end and having a bit of a meltdown but uh it was interesting to see like okay well i have no idea what i'm doing um i'm pretty sure i don't have the tools uh, i don't i but i'm going to try this anyway and just see what happens and sometimes that's the best thing i actually i remember in in in, in college um I worked it with the in ceramics class and it actually was a, a great experience well the first time i worked in ceramics class was all about like what could be got done right it was a, a very um i guess more strict instructor uh who was like okay this is uh it was more about technical knowledge of like okay you have to do it like this or else some you know something bad's gonna happen you know you can't the walls are gonna collapse is you're gonna get glazed on the kiln you're you know all the things of like what you shouldn't be doing and how and it was more judged on what like what you could do right of like you know the things design construction glazing it was all like this you have to do like this in order to get this result and it, that's a great way of, of thinking about it too and then this and that kind of soured my idea of ceramics of like okay i i'm not very good at this especially when it came to wheel throwing because uh wheel throwing really uh I, I had a breakdown over wheel throwing. We had a week to throw some stuff on the wheel and I couldn't do it. I spent hours, days working on this thing only for it to collapse. And I just, I, I couldn't do it right. And I had a breakdown over it. And it was, uh, and after that, after that class, like I, I, it was okay. Ceramics was kind of fun and you had to take it. It wasn't like a, it was like, oh, it was a class that you had to take in order to advance in the fine arts curriculum. And after that, I kind of swore off ceramics. I'm like, I don't want to do ceramics anymore. Why would I, you know, I can't do any of this right. It all fell apart. I, I'm just not good at this. And then the, and then I had a I had a weird scheduling issue. I kind of was like a credit and a half behind or ahead or something like that. Oh, no, I, I finished all my, I spent an extra semester uh, working on so I could get close to my degree. But the problem was I needed to take some, fall classes but it was the springtime so i couldn't take those fall classes until the fall so i had a, a gap semester there's still stuff like art history and stuff i could take but i had i couldn't register for those other classes until the fall time so what was i going to do and i just looked through it and there was another class on ceramics i'm like i don't know if i want to take ceramics but there's nothing really else for me to take right now so i'll take ceramics and that was a different support. It was a newer instructor who really didn't quite know what she was doing, which was, but well, like to a degree, obviously, like, you know, she knew how to use the kiln and stuff like that. But it was like, uh, you know, it was like, it wasn't like, oh, you have to do exactly like this in order to get this, this result. It was more like, well, try it, find out. And if you fail, try something else. And that was, I really enjoyed that way of working. Of, of, it wasn't about making things perfect. It was just, trying things and figuring it out and I actually made some actually one of my best piece of works which was a, a glazed rhinoceros out of um, underglazing which I found really really fun and uh, I really enjoyed the, the way of working and if I haven't time I sadly can't do that level of ceramics in my little apartment 
because it's very toxic. The the clay is very toxic, but maybe uh, I've, I've been looking into ways that I can do maybe with Sculpey or wax or other ways that I can make that kind of ceramics or not ceramics, but clay clay work. But it was that, that, that idea of like, well, it's like, is this going to work? It's like, we'll try and find out and we'll see. And if you fail, um, well, then we can figure out what went wrong and we'll try something different. And I, I really like that approach to making and trying things. And I think that's really what, that's where I am right now as, a, as an artist and a maker is just it's like, I, I don't quite know what I'm doing, um, but I'm going to just try some watercolor. I'll try, you know, this pen I found at the dollar store or something like, I, I don't know what this is going to do. Uh, and it probably won't make the best piece of work ever, but I can try it and find out. And if I like it, I can keep working at it. And if it not, I'll try something different. And it's just about just saying like, well, well what else am I going to do? Let's try Let's just try and find out and see what happens. And I appear to be repeating myself <laughs> a little bit. That's okay. And even this podcast, I mean, I guess to leave off this podcast is a big part of just, just trying things. Um, I never thought I was going to be working a podcast. I think I've already mentioned how I got into this podcast, which is just listening to music on Spotify. And I was like, hey, this, uh, there was an ad for uh, this this uh, this host, uh, podcast hosting spike, Skype podcast hosting site called anchor and i was like huh i've never even thought about doing a podcast but let's let's do some let's look into it let's see what what happens and i had a little bit of a and the, my current setup is is not a podcast setup by any means um i have a microphone stand because i have bought a microphone stand for a project i have a blue snowball um from back in my YouTube days of trying to get a, a gaming channel going with my friends, so I still have the snowball. Um, but even yeah, and then that's that's all, that's it. My, that's my setup and my computer. And but if you were to go to a real podcasting setup, uh, you know, even something like I don't know the RT podcast or uh, they have you know multiple cameras set up. They have you know obviously some sort of uh, dampening. Uh, I have no dampening whatsoever. I try and close my windows. Um, there's a, you could probably hear the little screeching from the tree outside kind of brushing against my window. Uh, so this is not a podcast setup by any means co compared to an actual run of the mill podcast setup, but that doesn't matter. It's just me standing and sitting in front of a mic, just kind of sharing any idea I have to come to mind. And that's kind of what I want to do is just kind of share my ideas and and if it's not a, the perfect setup, then I could wait forever. I could get a wait until I have thousands of dollars to put into mixing boards and microphones and pop filters. I, I understand I don't have a pop filter right now. And you probably, if anybody's listening, like, oh man, you don't have a pop filter, I can hear it. Uh, but right now I don't have a pop filter. And that is like, but it doesn't matter. It's just about just trying something and failing at it and trying something again. Eventually I'm going, I'm going to improve on this podcast if it continues going and if I can keep mentally and physically working on it, you know, uh, maybe getting sponsorships or of course this is like a dream, you know, like the dream thing, like years later, you know, having sponsorships and, you know, lots of a decent amount of viewers and, uh, but you know, you can always dream, right? And maybe at that point I'll have a mixing board and 
maybe a, a camera setup. Maybe I'll be put something on YouTube again or something like that. And that's all that really matters. But even when it comes to streaming stuff, uh, going back, I'm sorry. I'm 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 all you know. This is a podcast about going on random tangents. And I guess thinking about my microphone setup of the snowball. Uh, when I started doing the, the the YouTube thing with my friends, I didn't have a snowball. I didn't have a mic stand. I didn't have a great computer. And I have a better computer. Uh, I had a microphone from Guitar Hero. I bought a capture card off Craigslist, which was not, it's like, it was kind of used. kind uh, And I had a 10-year-old, a 5-year-old Mac that could barely run anything. But I did record some videos and... It, it you know it wasn't amazing and it still kind of sadly didn't work pan out but it was fun it was it was worthwhile learning that those skills and now I have skills in in uh, video editing I have a now I have a bit of a microphone set up for do, running this podcast I have you know I have a little bit of a better computer because I knew I was gonna need something for video editing uh, and that's how it goes it's just Trying something wrong with, you know, like a, mic, a guitar hero microphone is not the best for working on anything. Um, and then from there, just saying, well, this is not what's working. Um, I could save up for a better microphone. I could just use what I have and see what happens. Um, I could market it better. And then and then from there, uh, just kind of working away at your, at your craft and your skills until you get better and better. And then you're making something awesome, even if it's not entirely perfect, but it just becomes better and better. And it just starts with that first idea of, let me try this somehow. Yeah, I don't have everything I need. I have a Guitar Hero microphone. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the Guitar Hero microphone. That was the most like weirdest setup. I had a Guitar Hero microphone. I made a mic stand out of Lego because I didn't have a microphone stand. Uh, I had my friends over, I put it through Xbox Live to capture the sound, and it took forever. Uh, I had an a, a audio aux cord so I could record the, 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 the Xbox Live chat, and that's pretty much my microphone setup. Uh, and that was that was it, and I was happy with that. And I, I did, it did, the channel did grow a little bit, and I did get more skills, and I'm glad I started work, and that goes into anything of I've, of my practice from sewing. I'm you know I've I've figured out how to use the machine. I've done a couple of stitches. I made a little box. Uh, you know, only only getting better, only getting better and better. And it just started with the why not? Let me try this. Why the hell not? Um, I guess that's what I can leave you is just 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 try something. As long as you're safe, just try it and see what happens. Okay, well, I feel like I've kind of kept repeating myself and kind of been on this tangent. I hope you enjoyed my ramblings. Um, I do have the Twitter at Carl's Makerspace, uh, Instagram at Carl's Makerspace. I'm trying to post more on the Instagram. I'm actually posting a little more on Twitter these days uh, from time to time. Because I, the, the, well, the thing is with Instagram is I run like three Instagrams. So my main Instagram, I kind of post more on, even though I don't post that much. And then the other two... Which including Carl's Makerspace. I don't post this. I need to start posting more. I just need to figure out what content fits this podcast, this visual podcast, uh, visual information. Well, okay, so this is getting off topic again. So I have the Instagram at Carl's Makerspace, Twitter at Carl's Makerspace, 
um, follow me there, um, and some just you know always like learning about new channels. So like if you have ideas about future podcasts or uh, uh, makers on YouTube or books to read or something like that, you're like, oh man, this is the coolest thing ever. I would love to share with you. Just let me know. I would love to take a look at it and, and probably put it into a future episode. So thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day.